Bye. Welcome to This Fat Girl Life. I am your host, Kimberly Pleasia, and today I have the lovely Denise Hilton Harper with me. Hey, how are you, girl? Hey, doing great. Good. I'm excited we get to talk today. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm so glad that we connected. Now, she has appeared on Big Beautiful Badasses. And now she's here with us. And today we are actually going to be discussing serious healing that isn't so serious. Yeah. Healing is something that we all need to go through. We all have areas of our lives that need to be healed. For some, it is a lot more traumatic than others. Mm-hmm. However, healing, there are some processes that can actually make things worse, be more traumatic. And so we're going to look at ways to do this where it's not as serious. It's still effective, but it's not as serious. It's more playful. But before we get into that, why don't you tell everybody just a little bit about yourself, girl? Hey, yes, sure. Uh, (laughs) I feel like you put it in a nutshell for me. (laughs) But I'll crack open the nutshell a little bit more. I'm thinking of pistachio maybe for this one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but really, I got to this place, uh, as you described, as far as like with the serious healing doesn't have to be so serious, where um, I had been growing up, like we, I saw it, like as far as, Wow, we focus so much on the symptoms. We focus so much on the condition that we tend to lose sight of the whole being. And that is what attracted me to go into study and to practice um, as a doctor of Eastern medicine and a holistic well-being consultant. Because that's the space where I really got to see, whoa, like how is it? that I can really work with somebody and looking at their whole life, looking at what's playing a role into what we see here in this snapshot of health, right? And so oftentimes you'll hear me um, and I will more than likely start to be clarifying during our conversation because there's certain languaging that I use and that's intentional. Um, And so when I think of health and I think of healing, like I think of health as a state, like it's a snapshot, right? But then healing implies that it is a process and it's a journey. And that's exactly it. Like your healing is a journey. It's not a destination. And so when you apply holistic healing, you really, really bring that in and you really embody that because you actually see that we are constantly evolving. So if there's a way that I could work with women and I could teach others how to Foster a relationship that's so rich and deep with the body where you get to see that the body is holding these messages and insights for us, right? And it's all in how it is that we get to assess it and how we get to analyze it and then how we get to integrate those lessons for us to grow and for us to expand, right? And I think that is where it is that we can really bring in holistic healing, It is the physical, it's the mental, it's the emotional, it's the spiritual, and it's the environmental. It's all of those that are constantly talking to each other all the time, and our body is actually responding. And so in the way that I practice, in the way that I, in my playful healing spaces, it's actually more in how it is that I can help you have this relationship to interpret better, 
but and to gain that insight for you to grow and then also positioning your body and positioning yourself to see that it's really in response so how is it that we can get the response to be more favorable to the stressors that are occurring well i i do love the fact that you kind of broadened what holistic healing is because a lot of times people hear holistic healing and automatically <laughs> your mind goes to woo woo crystals, you know, yeah. yada, yada, yada. And really what holistic healing is, it's whole healing. Mm -hmm. So it is that, you know, the mind, body, spirit, everything as a whole, everything that makes us who we are. That yeah. is what holistic healing is. And so I, I'm glad that you kind of clarified that without me asking you to clarify it, because a lot of people really don't understand what it is. They don't. And that's it. I realized that. <laughs> and I, I was like, you know, I think I'm going to have to start saying this more because I, I learned that, oh, I was saying this and I had a meaning, right? But then I realized like, oh, their meaning and definition did not actually match what. And so then I, I thought, oh, OK, yeah, I need to, that's like a, a foundational step, if you will. And because if you don't understand that, then that's where you might miss a lot of stuff and you might miss out on some things that actually may be playing a role or that may be able to be a tool um, to facilitate your healing journey, but you might miss it. And um, I think that it's very important to have that conversation of what is holistic because yeah, like we want to, we really want to be able to bring all of it in. We really want to be able to see those connections and whatnot. So yeah, like that's <laughs> that was my like, I gotta say this actually because <laughs> well, you hear that, it in your head so much that you, mm -hmm. you don't think about that they don't hear it. <laughs> but knowing that definition, knowing that it is every part of you, mm -hmm. that's where play comes into effect. Because just like you know, on the schoolyard when we were younger, when you came together as a group. Mm -hmm. There was that playful aspect. So yeah. when you're looking at all these different pieces and parts of what make you, you, that's where you get that playful aspect again, even mm -hmm. with serious healing. Yeah. And that is, so with play, and I love that you brought it to like that image that you had of, of being on the playground and stuff, because that's, I call my space, the, the main space, the perfect playground and it's intentional. Like when I say perfect, I'm tapping into the root meaning of perfect, meaning that you're whole and complete, hence holistic healing, right? But what I'm saying is if we can tap into that energy and that power that we are actually whole and complete now, then you then see like, oh, I'm not broken. Oh, I don't need to be repaired, right? And now when we bring in the play aspect of it, man, when you play, if you actually really look at it, and we'll, we'll, we'll use the image of the children playing, it is 
have you ever just talked to people or even done it yourself where you could just sit there and watch them play just to watch them play? Mm -hmm. And then you get to see so many things that are happening, right? Like there might be, um, what you'll see is like in some groups, there might be someone who's a little bit more of a natural leader. Then you'll see the one that's more of a support. You'll see someone who might be very detailed. You see someone who can create the ideas or all of a sudden, like they, they're the ones that can build the stuff. And then you have the ones that come in and are like, oh, if you build that, like refine it a little bit more and do this, right? And then like what you see is a few things that are happening, which is that one, they kind of are naturally flowing into their own strengths and it's coming out. Two, they actually are using their strengths with others and almost in a way kind of allowing their strengths to come in. Now, depending on the age, you know, at some point you get to like, well, my way is right. And then no, your way is wrong. And, you know, and, and, but you see that in adulthood, it's, it's mirrored in adulthood. So then what happens is you, you hope then that they're in an environment hence why the environment's included in the holistic part, they're in an environment that actually gets to teach them that actually neither way is right or wrong. It's what it is. It's we're going to now use, let's say, Tommy's ability, right, to refine what Katie created, right? Like, so, so it's kind of like, oh, Katie, that was great. You pull that out of thin air. Tommy couldn't have done it, but what Tommy can do is see what Katie created and then refine it to whatever it is that the whole playground needed, right? Mm-hmm. And what you also see is that they have this curiosity. They have like this, hmm, they start asking questions all the time. And to some people it's annoying, but the questions are where it is that you learn. And that is what I am really great at doing. <laughs> like that. And it can annoy some other people or they're like, why is she asking this question? And because I grew up like that, my mom gets tired of my questions. Um, she gets tired of them now. <laughs> but, like, but it's it's what it is, is I'm actually genuinely trying to understand. And also, like neurobiology wise, when we ask these questions, our frontal, prefrontal and frontal cortexes, they start to look for the answer. Because we naturally want to try to figure things out. So it's important to start asking questions because then opening yourself up to what may be an answer, right? So it kind of gives you a little bit of a liberation of like, oh, I don't have to always figure this out. You're kind of like letting it go to where you are opening yourself up to some assistance and to some support by asking those questions. Then also on the playground, what you see is that they're taking risks. It's the parents and the guardians are the ones that are like, no, 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 right? It's them, but mm-hmm. the kids not so much because they are so present. They're so present. And that's what I ask is that, and I, I, I practice it myself in the sense of like, uh, you know, if you're driving and then all of a sudden you're like, dang, I just got here. Like, <laughs> And that to me is like a tip off, like, oh, you were not present. And so- them, they are so present in that it's like they only focus on the next step. It's not so much like what's going to be C, D, E, and F, and G, right? Because they're just focused on B. And even then they're really like, I'm just right here, you know? And um, <laughs> and 
that's really cool. And then I think that like as adults and especially in the holistic healing spots um, and spaces is that we can get very worked up about the future. That's anxiety, right? That's, and then what'll happen is like, we sometimes can start to plan in a way that we think is like, okay, if I do this, then this, then that, right? But what if you actually look and see that I am actually planning from the past? Like you're actually planning from this expectation that the past is going to repeat. But mm -hmm. the past may not repeat because you yourself are a different person and a different being right here, right now. So Kimberly right here, right now, what does this Kimberly say is the next step, right? And, and so that is like a part of that whole process because as, as you go into the healing, and as I said, we're responding to our environment, right? Our body literally in cells are taking in information and passing it along to the next cells that are because our cells die, right? And then they're passing that information along to the next ones to say, yeah, okay, be get ready for this. Like, <laughs> you know, and then they're just like primed. And so that's that's what's happening with us. And so, and that's what you see, you know, on that playground is it's with all of them, but then we can do it as adults all the time. And it's just a matter of conscious effort and, mm -hmm. um, and doing so. And, using these playful activities to really tap into that um, and to really be able to look at, oh, okay, what can I learn from this about myself and how does that change and shift things for me? And I I love, you know, kind of what you honed in on of the, first off, I'm going to freely admit, I am that person that I'm like, okay, so if I do this, then this will happen, blah, 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 blah. And I take it down 20 steps. We were kind of talking about that earlier about my whole list thing. You know, I yeah. <laughs> I am planning Thanksgiving dinner in July because I know <laughs> mm -hmm. history repeats itself, you know. And but in that same respect, like I'm going through my, you know, we're all going through healing in different areas. And I actually kind of mentioned this to you the other day. I'm going to put it out there. Um, one of my biggest areas that I'm trying to push past is, you know, with body image and clothing, especially, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of it, you mentioned like kids taking risks and they're just willing to do it. They don't, they're not thinking <laughs> about five steps down. Yeah. So I, am, <laughs> I took a risk. <laughs> I actually have a swimsuit that is being delivered today and tomorrow it will be on TikTok. I'm, I'm publicly announcing this because if I publicly announce it, then I have to follow through with it. <laughs> so it will be on TikTok by tomorrow. Um, but it was a huge risk for me because all my life I have worn a swimsuit with a skirt. To cover mm -hmm. everything. It may be, you know, a one piece with a skirt or the tankini top with the long tank top and sometimes a t-shirt over it. 
but it's always had a skirt as far mm -hmm. back as I can remember. And I did not want to do this photo shoot that I have coming up in a swimsuit with a skirt. That was important to me. Mm -hmm. And so I went through and I, I talked to my husband about it. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And it's really easy to say those things. It's a lot harder to follow through. Mm. And so I started looking. And I'm looking on Amazon because when you're a bigger girl, you can't just walk into Walmart and get whatever you want. <laughs> and I know this. So I'm like, okay, let's look. And then I started finding fault with everything that I found. Oh, this is not a good color for me. Oh, this, you know, the bottoms don't look right. And I, I started nitpicking for three days. It went from, I'm going to do this in a two-piece, to, uh, let's look at a one-piece. Uh, the color's not right. Let's look at this. To the point where I started looking at swimsuits with a skirt. Mm -hmm. And going back to what I knew I could do. What I've always done. And that's when I realized, no, I, I'm going to take this risk. I'm going to do it. And I pushed that buy now button. And I will be honest, I've never been so scared in my life. <laughs> I know this is arriving today on my front porch. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, what am I going to do when it gets here? You know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's that risk, you know, that childlike, playful risk that I had mm -hmm. to take to get out of myself. Because again, that's where some of that healing occurs mm -hmm. is by taking that small manageable risk. I'm not saying, you know, go jump off a cliff and see what happens. <laughs> that's not the kind of risk you need to be taking. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, manageable risks though. Worst case scenario, this thing looks bad on me and I don't wear it. Mm -hmm. And it cost me 30 bucks. Yeah. That is my worst case scenario. But it's a manageable risk to take me out of that comfort zone and change the narrative of what could happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's where part of that healing can occur mm -hmm. is by doing those little manageable things that it's not going to be a crisis if it doesn't work, but it was something different to try. Yeah. And if you think about like, okay, so I, I'll, um, if I may, I can kind of mirror and walk through what I heard and the process that happened. And <clears throat> so we can, it, it's, you started with a vision, right? You started with a vision and, and, you made a decision, right? And so when you did that, then you started process to bring that vision in. And then throughout the process, you said it started with like looking at these types and then I went to, no, not that color, no, not this. And then now I'm looking at the ones with the... So as we start to 
as we have this vision and we want to make the change and we know that there's something else that we would like to experience, the body will go, right? Like I said, it's always responding. So it's always kind of like taking note right, of things that's happening. And, it will, and, and, and so therefore this is something new, this is different. And so then it's all of a sudden it's like alarm bells because the body, the brain is also going to try to like, whatever we do, it's going to try to make it to the point where it's habitual as quickly as possible because it doesn't want to like have to be thinking about that same thing all the time. And so therefore your habit was with the skirt. And when you introduce this vision of something different, start acting on it, it's like alarm bells of, no, this is not what you usually do. Like, no, this is, this is what you usually do. And then it puts it in there. Right. And, and then it, it's that, but it's that whole, let's stick with this vision and, and feel that the vision is possible right? That you can almost in a way like override the system. So I look at it as celebrating that it's doing its job because its job is to keep us safe. And so safety, there's safety and repetitiveness and there's safety and habits because you know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But really, do you? Because, so, and that's why I say like, and I, I do this to with myself. So let me tell you this. Like, I, I may habitually go out of our complex a certain way. I'm assuming, though, that I'm safe because I know that that's what I usually do. I could very well make that same right turn and be in an accident. Right? So... It's it's seeing that, oh, all of every time actually is a risk. The habit is really, I think it's the smoke and mirrors, right? Because you actually have to consciously still be present in it and to do it and to really um, make some action steps So to whatever it is. So if we focus on that vision and you were able to like push through that, and and next thing you know, like, all right, yep, we're going to try this. And imagine then too, like another thing, if it's something new and different for me, like, is that <clears throat> I will actually look at, I'll start to consider what is it that I already have that I could like kind of focus on that a little bit and get the energy of that. So I'm willing to try some types of new foods, right? That is a little bit more easier to me than, let's just say, like a, a different type of swimsuit too. So I could take the moment to be and relish and like really feel into trying a different type of food and that experience and all of that. And it's really the feeling that actually gets transplanted to the experience with the new swimsuit. It's just that now I grounded myself in this experience of something that was that I tend to find a little bit easier for me to do. And then now I'm going to put, take that energy and put it into the swimsuit thing. And so that's a little trick that you can use even with, like we were saying, like with the healing of everything, right? Like, and even with the swimsuit, it's like, what happened? I think we talked about this maybe on the other one, other episode too, but it's like, it's not just healing within ourselves, but it's also this healing of like, where, 
where did it come from? Like, where did this notion that I am not to wear or allowed to wear or supposed to wear certain types? Or where where did that come from? Is there something there that I need that needs some healing? Right? Like, is there is is it within the family? Is it societal? Is it within friends or and wherever it might be, it's kind of like exploring that as well. And the reason why I say that, and it's not to get stuck in it, it's actually coming at it from what I like to call the bird's eye view. So that way you can depersonalize from it. So you're depersonalizing from that experience, then you're actually looking at it from a place of, oh, oh, snap. Like, And from that clarity, now you see that that no longer has control over you. Because it, it's going to have control over you unconsciously and subconsciously. However, when you invite that like exploration of, of understanding, then it's like, okay, now I really know where that came from. And, and now I understand it. And it no longer has control over me. So if I choose, go ahead and try this new suit, like you said. Worst thing that's going to happen is it's 30 bucks. We're going to see if we can return it. Like, you know, whatever <laughs> it is, right? Like, and then, but everything, everything that we do today started with us trying it out at one point. Everything. Okay. And so based off that, I am now going to issue a challenge. And this is for every person who sees this or hears this. I am issuing a challenge. We are trying something new. <laughs> and I want pictures. Pictures or it didn't happen. That's that's the basic. <laughs> so I want everybody, even if it's a new food, even if it's something that, you know, oh, I don't like this, try it. I want everybody to try one new thing. Yeah. And let's see what happens. Let's change our own narrative. And let's play with this. So for me, it is the the bikini. I I am trying the bikini. I'm 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 doing the damn thing. <laughs> and it will be on TikTok by tomorrow. And I will probably put the, that TikTok video over on the Facebook. So I mean if I'm putting it out there, I am putting it out there. All right. But that is my new thing. So I want to know what y'all's new thing is. Try something new and let me know what it is that you tried and how it worked out. Because again, worst case scenario, you don't like it. Yeah. But best case scenario, you've opened a new door. And Same actually, even, even with if you didn't like it, actually, that's clarity. Like, does it make sense? Like some people, I, I think even with clarity, they think that it's like, it has to be the only things that they, that they prefer, only things that they like. And it's like, no, 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 no. Clarity simply means that you are clearer in the decision, like you're clearer in your choices. So even if you find out 
that oh, that just is not my thing. That's still clarity, just as much as it is like, whoa, I didn't know that I would love this. Mm-hmm. Very, you know? very true. Yeah. And, very and true. you take that. And it that is what is all a part of the holistic healing journey. It's all a part of it. It's just being present and knowing and understanding like the experience. Like, am I driving with it or am I not? Like what what was blocking me, but what's also supporting me? And so you kind of like, you know, do that dance. <clears throat> but I will take that and I am gonna be thinking about what is it that I would have wanted. You know that crop top thing we did talk about that. I have been looking, just to let you know, I have been looking. I just have not found anyone that I was like, oh, yeah, like I definitely want to try that one. I haven't found one yet. So I have been looking. I'll, I'll see, though, if there is anything else. But uh, I'm going to, yeah, now I'm going to be thinking, what is it that I wanted to do? And I haven't, huh. I, I'll and I, I will be posting later on today this challenge as its own separate post as a reminder because that is, that is what I'm challenging everybody to do is gain some clarity, change your narrative, and step out in that risk. Girl, I want to thank you so much for coming on here. <laughs> I mean, this has been, I love having you on my show. I mean, we have such a good time with it. Yes. I, I love it. I just love you too. You. Yes. Oh, I love you too. Final question. And I ask this of every guest on the show. What is one thing that you love about yourself? I just got like chills. <laughs> like, I did. I just got chills. Um, one thing I really love about myself, and I want to okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do two things. Okay. If you don't mind. And there's a reason why. So the first one is First thing that came in my mind was my eyes. Like that was the first thing was eyes. Um, I thought I thought they were different, um, but then you can really you can gain a lot about me from my eyes. My eyes actually change colors even based on my moods. Like it's very fascinating. <laughs> like what when you talk about response, like body's response of things, right? Um, so it was that. And then right after that, I went into a, like, just like my ability to connect things and teach it in a way, like, and talk about it in a way that at least people tell me, whoa, that makes so much sense. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, that they got to really learn. Um, and it's, cause it's the way that I, I perceive it's, that I can see these different things that look like they're disconnected, but they actually are connected. Um, and I have only recently learned that that's something that other people um, don't do very well. Or, and so I was like, oh, that's one of my gifts then. Like, it's, <laughs> um, so I did those two because one, I am um, encouraging of the celebrating the body. Um, and the, what happened in my mind just as quickly was, you know, something internal because we grew up with, you know, oh, she's not just beauty, you know, you know, I'm not just my body, 
right? And so then that almost in a way kind of encouraged me to not focus on my body and so, and like highlight those things that I like about my body to only focus on the internal stuff. Whereas really I see it as, wow, like we can celebrate the parts of our body that we really do like. And that'll help facilitate my own relationship with my body and celebrating it and thanking it for what it's doing for me um, to be able to carry out the work of the internal, right? Again, it's that multiple pieces that make up a whole. Yeah, exactly. And you can't have one without the other. No, you cannot. <laughs> you can't. I told somebody the other day, I was like, it's not like I can go to the cashier and be like, here, you can take the heads of the quarter. Um, you, right? like, you, you have to take the heads and the tails. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you guys, that is it for today. The challenge will be up this afternoon. I really hope that you know people participate in this because I think it'll be good for all of us. You know, again, mm -hmm. we're going to gain clarity. We're going to take that manageable risk and we're going to change the narrative a little bit. So let's see what happens. Worst case scenario, it doesn't work, but you still gain clarity. Best case scenario, you've opened a whole new door to something, to a whole new experience. So definitely take that risk. I want to know about it. Share it with me. Share it with everybody because we are here to support you however you need it. You guys, if you are enjoying this episode and any other episode, I highly encourage you buy me a coffee.com forward slash this fat girl life. Keep me caffeinated without my coffee. I do not function. But as a listener supporter, you will get supporter only content. You will know about guests before everybody else does because you will get a monthly lineup of guests and topics. And you will get to participate in polls that will help hone in different topics. If there's something you want to hear, you get to contribute to that. So buymeacoffee.com forward slash this fat girl life. I will see you guys next week. I hope you all have a great day.